0: Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Pod Bible podcast. We are here on our off week. We don't usually go weekly, uh, but it's a special bonus edition of the Pod Bible podcast because we've got three podcasts that we want to chuck some ears on. Can you can you chuck ears? Can you chuck ears on something? That's what we're going to do. I'm going to commit to it. We're chucking ears on these pods. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're here to do. If you've got a pair of ears, uh, feel free to chuck them all over these pods once you've heard all about them. What we're doing is doing a special bonus edition. We've got three podcasts today, all of which have advertised in Pod Bible in the past, and their pods sounded so fascinating that we wanted to have a chat with the creators, the people behind these podcasts, um, so that you guys can hear all about them as well and uh, get listening and chucking your ears on them. So, did I say... My name's Adam Richardson. I'm the editor of Pod Bible. I don't know if I said that. These three chats today are um, hosted by Stu Whiffen, who is another editor of Pod Bible and also co founder um, with myself and Scroobius Pip. And Stu has had chats with all of these people about their shows, and we're going to have a lovely old listen to them now. Uh, first up, Stu will be talking to the team behind Teaching My Friend Nutrition.
1: Okay, ladies, tell me all about your podcast, please.
2: So um, our podcast is called uh, Teaching My Friend Nutrition. The premise is me, a nutritional therapist, teaching Laura everything she wants to know about anything around nutrition. So every week she gives me a topic she wants to learn more about. She gives me some questions. I go away and find out the subjects and basically teach her what she wants to know. But the premise is that it's a podcast podcast. Around wellness and nutrition, but it's it's fun as well. So it's upbeat. We have a bit of banter. We finish off the podcast with Laura talking about a a topic of her choosing, which is more kind of like current affairs or life and things like that. It's interspersed with sort of humor and jokes and more of a conversation. So it's not sort of a dry, boring
3: nutrition podcast, which is quite common, I think.
1: So did you use me for the podcast or had you been friends previously?
3: We've been friends for, we worked out about nine years. Is that right? Yeah, we, we bumped into each other at work. We were put on a long shift in a um, supported housing unit and we were the only people there. Um, and all the other people were asleep. So we just had hours and hours of talking. We just hit it off, didn't we, really?
4: Yeah.
3: Um, Swapped numbers and we bumped into each other a few times at different places. But we stayed in touch and, and now we, we have our own vo- um, voice notes all day. So it's just like a natural progression, I think, from constant voice notes to a podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how did this sort of conversation come about that okay look let's let's do a podcast
3: i can't really remember
2: to be honest i think we just we were just mucking around one day and or doing voice notes and i was like it's like listening to a podcast because sometimes we send each other six minute voice notes and we're like oh wh- why why don't we do a podcast and i think i'd always wanted to make one around nutrition but didn't want to be doing it on my own because it can be quite boring on your own and didn't want it to be dry and, and kind of flat and just information heavy. And then the way we tend to talk is, Laura's, we kind of complement each other quite well, I think. Um, so we just were kind of thinking, why, why don't we have a go and,
3: and, and see what we come up with.
1: And when that was decided, how did you sort of go about putting the sort of concept of the podcast together?
3: I was always asking you questions, wasn't I? Uh, about what's this and what's that? Because I'm I'm quite interested in nutrition anyway. And yeah, I don't know. It just was really organic, wasn't it? It just happened. I remember you saying to me one day, "What? Well, why don't we just do a podcast about nutrition? We'll just do one and see how it goes." And I think we did vitamin B12, didn't we, for our first one? Mm-hmm. It was so raw, like it was so beginnerish, but actually when we listened back to it it, there were some really funny moments and I don't know how we put the end bit the random dating deal breakers or whatever subject I talk about at the end but that just kind of happened as well and it it hasn't changed much has it the structure really we've just tweaked Mm. it and made it a bit more uh high impact I think in terms of facts and and stuff like that so people find it more engaging so they don't zone out so I've listened to some nutritional podcasts it's just one person talking, and it can be a bit of much to kind of stay in, sure. engaged with.
2: Yeah, and I think that so the first ones that we did, it was just a topic, and I would go away and and research it, and I went a little bit too far into the science of it. And I remember the first one that we did, and and it being on B twelve, and I went so far into like DNA reprocessing and stuff and synthesizing, and Laura was like, uh, I was like, okay, <laughs> let's okay, we've learned from that. So why don't you give me specific questions so that I don't kind of go a bit too far into it and keep it light and relatable and stuff that people can actually utilize and and fit into their daily life to improve their health and well-being.
1: One of the things I like about podcasts and I'm going to ask you another question about this in a moment is that I think even without you sort of realizing I think as as you start to sort of record more and more podcasts it automatically just sort of seems to evolve into this kind of your perfect podcast it just sort of happens because i think the more experienced you get and the more comfortable you get chatting in front of mics and you know and, and with each other it you know all of the kind of little sort of bits when you first listen back to your first episode you're like oh god i said uh um uh um so many times and things like that and it just they're probably still there but i think you just get so comfortable you know, in, with the whole process, mm-hmm. that it just becomes yeah. a more enjoyable, um, and I think it just sounds more well-rounded, and and that that I think just definitely comes with with time. But what I want to say is that if you was to, if I was to ask you to tell a new listener where to go with the podcast, would you say go to episode one or? Would you say, bearing in mind that on the time that we're recording this, this episode is probably not going to come out for maybe two or three weeks. So bear that in mind for what might be available then as well. If there was an episode that you think, oh, do you know what? That episode really nailed everything that we wanted this podcast to be about. If you're going to give it a whirl, start with this one or by all means say, do you know what? Start at the beginning and be part of the journey. What would you say? i will ask you both and I want to get two two, two different answers. Right. So I think it depends on the listener and what
2: they're wanting to get because I think the good thing about the podcast is that you can, each one focuses on a different topic. So there might be one that you're like, oh, I really want to know more about caffeine or or about um, food intolerances and it appeals to you specifically. And you can dip in and out and you can just choose random episodes. But if you want to know sort of, you know, we have like little in jokes and we'll talk about things that are going on in, in our life and in the world. And if you want to kind of be in with that and know what we're talking about, it, then start from the beginning. But you,
3: you can kind of dip in and out if that's what you prefer to do. Laura? I think we, we sort of honed our formula and just tweaked it to the point where we were super happy with the first one we recorded, which is caffeine. And then that's so broad that would appeal, I think, to most people. Um and then the next one, what's in your water. You know, everyone drinks water, so it's pretty accessible to everyone. But I think I wouldn't recommend anyone specifically unless, like Batavia said, it, they're after one bit of information about maybe, you know, exercise and stuff. I think all of them potentially offer something. And there's, there's always just the jokes as well.
1: So how much have you learned from this experience so far, Laura?
3: a lot actually and I have changed some of the habits I'm now using water filter I don't drink coffee anymore I take a pro plus instead <laughs> <laughs> but it is a reduction isn't it Tavia? that's well, what it is it's, it's harm reduction yeah we've agreed that that's okay <laughs> yeah I've just learnt loads and loads about it especially the yeah the tap water one was a bit of a bit of a surprise and I'm still thinking about that actually so yeah she, she's a great teacher she's um she does a research she puts it in a way that even I can understand <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what, we're recording this at half nine in the morning. I've already had a pint and a half of tap water and I've got a big cafetiere of fresh coffee waiting for me when (laughs) I finish this. So now I'm just getting paranoid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy it.
1: (laughs) I'll go buy a pack of Pro Plus. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know what you know what to listen to if you want to uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about it
1: <laughs> absolutely and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about moving forwards like what what's what's the plans coming up have you considered having guests and, um, and what about live shows is that something you've considered we've seen so many podcasts doing live shows Matt you look terrified <laughs> then Laura <laughs>
3: well, I, well I, I sing as well and I've done live performances and oh it really yeah it was it was not something I'd like to do again but I obviously wouldn't rule it out it's different when there's someone else with you yeah, and of course. And, and you're really, really confident and um, rehearsed and practised and stuff. But um, I think we, we've got a special guest coming on in the summer, haven't we, Tavia? We've got a couple of people
2: that we would like to bring on as guests. And it's just finding the formula that's going to work for us. I mean, the special guest in the summer are definitely going to have her on. It's my sister. She's coming over from Greece. So we're going to have her on and maybe talk about a little bit more about... Um, the younger generation and nutrition and things that they kind of experience. We've got people like PTs and triathlon runners and things like that that we would like to bring on. But I think in terms of live shows, definitely wouldn't rule that out. I think moving forward, I'd like to continue it. We're, we're creating a Patreon as well for people who want a bit more information on um, specific subjects and some more Sort of behind the scenes stuff and talking about our lives and things like that and and relatable topics. But my idea would be to create a community of people who who kind of all come together and, and learn these things and do it in a way that's not it's not off putting. So you know I don't sit there and say can't ever drink coffee, don't do it. I, I say well this is the ins and outs of how it works on and caffeine works in your body and this is what you can do if you want to make some changes and and if not these are the choices you can make to you know make better choices basically. So I think having a community of people who have Access to information that isn't boring and it's it kind of keeps you engaged and can improve their their life and well being would be the ideal for
3: me. Wonderful. Yeah, sounds good.
1: and The podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Wonderful, ladies. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you, Stu. It's been really nice to see you.
0: Thank you very much. All right, let's move on to the next podcast. Where Stu is going to be talking to Cole Morton from Cole Morton's. Can we talk?
1: Okay, Cole. tell me all about your podcast.
4: Oh, thank you. Can We Talk is a series of crafted, intimate short stories, first person, by me talking in your ears about encounters I've had with remarkable people, really remarkable people, some of them famous, some of them infamous, some of them just people who've been through extraordinary things. And remembering those encounters and thinking about what we can learn from them about how to live, basically, how to be a better human being, how to connect with each other. Um, so each one is about half an hour long, and it really is an intimate thing, me telling you a story.
1: For listeners that might not be aware of you, give us a little bit of background as to, uh, as to who you are, Colin, how you've come to encounter such uh, interesting people.
4: Sure. I'm a journalist, author, writer, broadcaster by profession. I've worked for national newspapers for 25 years, also make programmes for Radio 4. I interview people for a living and uh, for magazines and for newspapers, and some of those people are super famous. For example, in series one of the podcast, I write about meeting Scarlett Johansson and Tiger Woods, and there are also encounters there with... (laughs) Well, Nelson Mandela, Desmond Tutu and the Queen, right? Obviously, I didn't interview the Queen. Nobody did. But uh, we met. I took my mum to the Tower of London and uh, met her uh, in a very private little space there. And But then also in that uh, series, the last episode is a woman called Zara, a teenager who crossed the channel on a little rubber boat on Christmas Day. She's a migrant a refugee, and the reason she's in there is because the whole point of the series is to say that when you actually meet people, when you encounter people, you get past the prejudice and you get past the preconceptions about them, then you begin to see that we have certain things in common and that we can learn certain things from each other.
1: And uh, having a career within print, and, and you, you mentioned radio as well, why, why podcasting?
4: Oh, I love podcasts. I really do. I love the intimacy of them. It's like it's like a kind of exaggerated version of what you get on the radio because you can be so specific about what you want to hear. And I love uh, that idea of, particularly as a storyteller, just being able to share something with you on a one-to-one basis because you chose to listen to it, and maybe you'll feel like you can respond to me. Because one of the things I do with Can We Talk is say, "Tell me your stories," and I'll share them with other people too. I think there's a kind of punk spirit about podcasting that may that means anyone can have a go. You don't have to play the instrument. I mean, it's not always the case in terms of the technology, but that's the idea. And I'm a bit of an old punk, so. Yeah, it's intimacy, accessibility, and a kind of people's revolution,
1: really. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree more as an old musician as well. I love, uh, and it's the one thing that initially was was a big factor in me speaking to the other lads about setting Pop Bible up, was the fact that I have no background in broadcasting, but I love the fact that you can record something on your phone and put it out within half an hour, and you're a podcaster. I love that. And and I think there's some incredible put together podcasts where where the production quality is, is, is off the level, but for me it's it's the content itself. If the if the the stories are engaging, then I love the fact that anybody can just go and do it. I think it's uh, it's, uh, it's a fabulous thing, podcasting.
4: Yeah. I mean, the flip side of that, Stu, is with, with this particular one, is that it also enables someone like me to produce something that maybe takes podcasting to a different place in terms of storytelling. So rather than it being a sort of chatty pod, I'm not against them, you know, because it is that kind of crafted, intimate thing. And we've got the same production values because we use the same team as we would have for Radio 4. So we, although I do it in my house it it sounds like it could be on any broadcasting platform and that was quite important because i I wanted to kind of combine that accessibility with actually giving the the listener the best crafted sounding experience they could have and when you talk about putting it together
1: and the initial kind of thoughts around the podcast how did you settle on the concept
4: i'd always thought that there was more to say about some of the encounters that I'd had. And obviously writing them for magazines or newspapers, you can't always get in exactly how it was. So I wanted to do that. And I like telling stories. I like telling stories in public, and I like telling stories to groups of people. And it was just an obvious kind of way of doing it really to get going. And then I got support from some friends who are really good at that. I I already have a podcast that I do with a friend of mine called Emily Jeffrey down here on the South Coast, which is called Edge of England. And that's, we wonder about talking to people about the stories and legends and the people who live down here on the south coast. So I was already engaging with the podcast world that way, and I just wanted to do this kind of other thing that was very specific, and try and make a podcast that was a piece of art, really a piece of art, you know, a piece of work.
1: we You said you like talking in public as well. Uh, we've seen so many podcasts now and podcast festivals popping up. What are your thoughts on, on on taking this to the stage and 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 doing an episode live?
4: Hey, if anybody wants it, I'll come. I'll talk anywhere. <laughs> I've already done. Uh, I've already done that a couple of times um and in fact the kind of the the concept of it all was trialed in sort of live private gigs 30 or 40 people at a time because these stories are designed to be you know read unheard uh so yeah i'm totally into that i want to take this out into uh out into the public um domain and and chat with people about it live i'm really looking forward to doing that Wonderful, and what else can people
1: expect from a podcast moving forwards?
4: Can we talk? Uh, well, I tell you, there's some lovely stuff in series two, which just come out. I really, really want to recommend it, and not <laughs> not just because I wrote it, but also because of what's in it. For example, there is the last. Uh, major interview with Dame Vera Lynn, one of the you know, key figures of British history in the 20th century, who sang me a song. She she grew up a few miles down the road from my nan in East London and they sound very similar. And there's this song called Up the Wooden Hills to Bedfordshire, which my nan used to sing to me when I was a kid in Leighton. And Dame Vera, at the age of 97, sung it to me. And I tell you, my heart nearly stopped with that. And there's a recording of her doing that oh, um, uh, on the podcast. And and the other one, which is also on that in Series 2, Clive James, great tour and writer, he gave me his last interview again and... He, he wrote a poem about where, where he wanted his ashes to be scattered and there's a, a recording in series two of him reading that poem because what we did is we took the stories from series one and we added on actual uh, recordings of the people in series two and in series three we're going to go uh, even further with that but you'll have to find out
1: wonderful and if people want to check that out they can get it wherever they get their podcasts right
4: wherever they like. like acast spotify apple whatever just search for cole Mortons. can we talk and let me know what you think you know i mean as you know Stu, reviews ratings sharing it all of those things matter so much so you know if people do go there and they do like it then do please you know get involved
1: wonderful carl thank you very much
4: my pleasure mate my pleasure
0: fantastic thank you very much all right let's finish off with the final podcast this week uh, and Stu Whiffin and talking all about rethink moments Rachel,
1: tell me all about your podcast, please.
5: My podcast is called Rethink Moments, and it's based on a simple but really powerful idea that there are these moments in culture and history that have in some way changed the way we think. And I was really intrigued to go and meet the leaders and the inventors and the creators behind these moments to find out how they changed their lives. I asked them what went right what went wrong and what was learned from that. And these moments range from Julia Gillard, who's the former prime minister of Australia, who gave a very famous uh, misogyny speech that went completely viral, all the way through to a photographer called Platon, who took the only ever public portrait of Putin. So they take us inside these moments to tell us what they were really like, but how they also changed their careers and lives.
1: Why did you decide to start a podcast?
5: Uh Well, I have to say I was resistant to start a podcast because um, I like to write and I've been writing a newsletter for over two years called Rethink and it had built into this community of about 45,000 people. But more than the numbers, they were really deeply engaged. And it was the quality of conversation. And I could see my whole premise in writing that newsletter, which honestly starts in lockdown, was I was really fed up with the amount of content that was really about what people were thinking or telling me what to think. And very little content that was really challenging me to think differently. So Rethink was all about teaching people how to think, not what to think. And I just could see from that community that there was an opportunity to create an experience in audio. So those people don't want to read newsletters. And that's what led to Rethink Moments.
1: How much has your thinking process been affected by the conversations you've had?
5: It's a really good question. Some moments are profound. So I think it's people's humility and openness to go back. And examine that moment. So even that has been a lesson. Like I've had some guests, I won't name names and they're super well known and they're brilliant at what they do, but they find the learning really hard. So that's been a realization I didn't expect that humility is actually a skill that we have to practice. And you can hear in some of the episodes, the guests are so present. They are rethinking as we're talking and it's how much we both learn from that conversation. that has been like a pleasant surprise.
1: Surely they're inspiring conversations, right? Because, I, you know, as a podcaster myself outside of what I do with Pod Bible, you know, I, I interview lots of people that have done very interesting things within creative spaces. And the amount of times I press stop on them record and sort of go back inside, completely charged up and fired up to, you know, I've learned so much from them and, and just drawn that kind of, fed off their energy I guess and is, is that something that's sort of worked for you as well
5: yeah some are inspiring I wouldn't say they all are I would be yeah. lying um I think some are actually reassuring so um Susan Kane been a massive fan of her book Quiet that came out when my book came out 10 years ago and I never knew it, it took her seven years to write that book and she's been on a 10-year journey to write her next book well that's kind of reassuring that big ideas take a really long time so It's inspiring, but not, you know, some podcasts and it's not a criticism, it's really about like how to change your life. And this is what happened to me. I say rethink moments. It's a bit more subtle than that. It's really immersing yourself into someone's life story and how these changes and these things, you know, often had unexpected consequences And also that these moments are often so big, but the people behind them are very, very humble. And I find that really inspiring.
1: To kind of really get across that point of what the podcast is and how subtle some of these things are, if you was to have to direct a new listener to an episode that you think really encaptures what you want your podcast to to be what episode would you say look uh, by all means tell them to go to, to episode one and start at the very beginning and, and work the way through but if you think do you know what this one completely nailed where i want to go with this podcast
5: it's a hard one i'm not
1: asking you to say your favorite because yeah, that would be unfair. Like your
5: favorite child i think you'll get into like which one is really the essence of the podcast Yeah, exactly it's jason freed and uh, It's funny because on the surface, it's not sort of the sexiest guest and and sort of the topic in itself. So, Jason wrote a memo a year ago, almost today, uh, called the Basecamp memo, and it went viral and it almost destroyed him and his company. And this is the first time he's spoken about that memo. It's the first time he's reflected on it, even read it out loud. And the reason why I think it really sums it up is in the space of a year, how much he's realized. And in this moment where he risks losing everything, he's learned so many valuable lessons. And now, what he says is that his company, his family, his leadership, everything is for the better for this moment that was incredibly painful at the time. So, I think that's actually sort of a, quite a recent timeframe around the moment because many of them are going back 10, 15 yes. years. But that one is, is beautiful because the journey Jason's been on in a year. And I love the ones where you go inside their heads, you go inside their hearts. He's describing how he felt before he pressed send on that memo, how he felt when the world reacted in such a negative way. So you're really drawn into the moment. I think that's that's the episode that really encapsulates that.
1: And as, you know, we, we, we're recording this and, and lockdown restrictions are all but gone There For something that you said that, that, that sort of started during lockdown, is there going to be a, a kind of move to, to face-to-face interviews? Is that something you'd, you'd be interested in doing? Or have you done any of those yet? Or is everything being done remotely?
5: Um, everything's being done remotely. And it's funny. So I actually enjoy that virtual connection. Mm. I think there's a different energy. I mean, I'm, I've, I've just been recording high performance as a guest. So I've been going on as a guest. You're very conscious as a guest when you're physically with that person. There's just a different energy. And I think the beauty of audio is almost you go into a different experiential space. So I have no plans to do that. One of the things I'm trying to figure out is how to bridge the newsletter community with the listener community. You know, one of the things I think we can really change in podcasting is the conversation shouldn't end when the episode ends. Mm -hmm. So how do you build a community that can ask questions about the episode. They can share their own experiences related to a theme. And that's something I'm just starting to figure out. And it's, it's really hard.
1: I mean, you're seeing so many people now uh, taking their podcasts on, on stage and doing live shows. And then obviously a Q and A afterwards with the audience is our consideration.
5: Well, I started off presenting, you know, that's what I do, public speaking and, you know, spoken on massive stages, but, Again, I think you can rush and think about, oh, I want it to end up as a live show. And then you're starting to get quite obsessed with the format or you're sort of obsessing on where you want this to be. And I'm only in the first season. Mm -hmm. And I think you don't really, you don't really know the heart of your podcast until you're about seven or eight episodes in. And I think listeners go on a similar journey with you. So yeah, potentially, I mean, Rethink Moments lends itself to a live format (coughs) It's very similar, I would say, in DNA to how I built this. Mm-hmm. So when the entrepreneurs tell their stories, which I've seen work live with Guy Raz, so potentially it could go there, but it's it's not an ultimate goal.
1: Wonderful. And um, where can people listen to the podcast? All the usual places.
5: All the usual places. So Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, um, and also um, it's part of LinkedIn. So uh, LinkedIn have launched this new audio network because they're trying to build content a community in, in conversation in one place so you'll see there's lots of content there's lots of discussion on linkedin that you don't normally find around uh, a podcast
0: wonderful rachel thank you Pleasure. Boom, there we go. Thank you so much uh, to everybody involved for those wonderful chats, teaching my friend nutrition, Cole Morton's Can We Talk and Rethink Moments. If you enjoyed those, any of those snippets, any of those little conversations, something piqued your interest, then search for the show in your podcast app of choice. Give it a download, give it a follow, a like, a subscribe, whatever you can do to support these shows um, is gonna be very much appreciated. Speaking as a podcast creator myself, any extra download, any share, anything like that, Uh, really really gives creators a boost so teaching my friend nutrition cole morton's can we talk rethink moments three new shows there for you to consider and hopefully go and have a listen to okay we will be back resuming normal service next week where we will be speaking to a podcaster about their show getting a little uh recommendation from a couple of other podcasters as well and uh, no doubt talking about Pod Bible and the magazine, the upcoming edition that's coming out in December, and all that good stuff. But until then, thanks for listening. We are proud to be part of the ACAST Creator Network. And thank you to Buddy Peace, who uh, has worked an extra week. It doesn't usually work in the off week, but he's put this podcast together, and we thank him for it. Thanks, guys. See you in a week. Bye bye.